and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Walls Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. I'm Adam Gobeski, and we have with us three very special guests. We have Doug Gobeski. Hello. Paul Wilcox. How you doing? And Tony Huff. Hey! And we are here to discuss the 30th installment of our Merry Marvel Movie March. It is the 2010 movie Kick-Ass, which is a kind of a Marvel movie. But before we get into that, I think we have some some real life stuff that we need to share. Uh, some very important things happened that affected some of us directly. Right, Charlie? Yeah, that's true. Theresa May stepped down as Prime Minister of Great Britain today. <laughs> yeah, was, I meant more on a more personal level. Was, yeah, things that, that happened. Right, you didn't feel that? <laughs> I did. Yeah, man. When I heard that clip this morning on Up First, uh, <laughs> on what? Uh, the NPR Morning uh, Podcast. I mean, this I didn't is mean all, to sidetrack us. So. This is all very relevant. So less global isn't, is what we're isn't going really for. part of our brand. <laughs> Are you sure? What? what? <laughs> Can we talk about what our brand is? I guess now it's all Brexit all the time. <laughs> I, I would like to ask. Uh, if you resign from your job as prime minister and your name is May and it's in the month of May, does that count as an example for Meltdown May or does Meltdown May have to be on Twitter specifically? I, I count it. I don't know what Meltdown May means. <laughs> this is like two levels too deep for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but what I think Adam was getting at is that I'm, I'm a father. That's the difference between this episode and last episode. That. Yay! Thank yes. you, thank you. That, thank that you, is true. You. That is not what I was getting at. Oh, what were? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I don't. I don't mean to co-opt the discussion. So let's move on. No, what no. were you talking about? <laughs> uh, just talking about the fact that we had a cruise news emergency. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cruise news <laughs> emergency. <laughs> All right, man. We don't need the. It's a Q theme. Hey, Popeyes is here. Hi, Brienne. Hi. Mm. Hey, Brienne. Oh, you got a big boy. Oh, it's a big boy. <laughs> mm. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Hello. Boop, boop, boop. Pizza. <laughs> big boy. A <laughs> big boy so, was mostly burgers. Who wants to tell us about the Space Force? Oh, this yeah. old news? But we haven't talked about it. Oh, oh. Charlie went and had a baby, and this needs to be, you know, commemorated. Wait, what happened with the Space Force? Yeah. Well, uh, Ted Cruz was making the argument that we need a Space Force to help protect us against space pirates. I mean, we already knew the guy was a big fan of uh, Star Trek, and I want to say The Simpsons as well. Yes. And I I guess, you know, it's kind of natural for him to also be a big fan of Metroid. Oh, yeah. So... Is he talking about like physical theft of physical property or like intellectual property? What sort of piracy is he referring I to? Or do we know. not know? The follow-up comments suggested that it was physical pirates, but in like maybe rogue satellites or something like a James Bond film. Oh. And wait, this would be government assisted pirates. So we'd have like space privateers. <laughs> <laughs> it's the final form of Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Finally took his love of anime to outer space. <laughs> Is he wrong? <laughs> yes. I think he's just too forward thinking. 
He's thinking like a <laughs> hundred steps ahead. So he may not be correct now, but eventually. Oh yeah. 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 I guess, <laughs> yeah, I guess you could, people who are wrong could be people that will just be right in a hundred years. <laughs> Ted Cruz is the stopped clock of American government. You heard it here first. You know what, Charlie? I'm going to vote for him now. <laughs> I already oh, did. Oh, no. <laughs> that was not You've the changed me. <laughs> nope, I'm voting for him. <laughs> right in. Thank you for joining me on the correct side of history, Tony. <laughs> you are welcome. I'm going to go buy that coloring book now. <laughs> <laughs> Color in my Obamacare s- snake or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah kick ass which is sort of a marvel movie it's probably a a marvel asterisk movie in that the original comic kick ass uh was published under marvel's icon imprint which is their creator owned imprint basically normally the way it works is you publish something under marvel marvel owns the rights to the character but they had this separate uh, lineup called Icon, where the creators retained control of the the stuff that they created. Marvel was purely the publisher in that regard. But it's uh, it's good enough for me. Hopefully it's good <laughs> enough for you, or else it's going to be a short episode. I watched the movie, but I refuse to review it. <laughs> now that we're all here. <laughs> but yes, uh, Kick-Ass is the story of one Dennis Kick-Ass, who <laughs> is... First in line for the kick Ashen, but in order to uh, uh, get the inheritance, he has to spend a night in a different haunted house with Nick Cage as his uh, sidekick. Hmm. Can Nick Cage see the ghosts? Yes, he can. In that he is the ghosts. <laughs> oh, is that that's the twist oh, ending? Spoiler. Sorry, guys. I, you told me you watched it. <laughs> well, what about the listening public? You're right. Sorry. Sorry, listening public. Uh, these are these are not spoiler-free episodes. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess we do talk yeah. about the entire... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I love watching uh, the last uh, nine minutes or like a synopsis on YouTube of Game of Thrones and then telling everybody at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> Charlie, why don't you tell us what Kick-Ass is actually about? Uh, Kick-Ass is a story of looking up character name. Dennis. 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 Oh. <laughs> Dennis kick ass. Kick Dennis. <laughs> kick Dennis. Kick ass is a homophobic movie. <laughs> yeah. That well, was um... in that 2010 is a homophobic year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there was anything out of the ordinary regarding the culture. You sure? Just didn't age well. Yeah. Snow Boat Trip. I don't know that movie. Wait, is that a real movie? Yeah, like yeah, Snow Trip Two or something. No, Road that's Trip the uh, that's the gay panic film with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. from two thousand two. Oh wow! I just like that he had a moderate lisp, and then she was like, "Oh yeah, you're gay." Yeah, I, I never noticed that. Yeah, I didn't notice he has a lisp. Like he barely when she was like, "Like oh like oh like, yeah," he's like, "Yeah, why wouldn't you?" Th- think that <laughs> oh i was afraid he was oh. gonna do that and thought he didn't but i guess it was pretty oh, subtle he snapped into very light <laughs> it was light yeah it takes a it takes an expert witness <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay. okay, I didn't pay attention to anything you guys just said because I was reading the summary for Boat Trip <laughs> and, and learning and learning that apparently it uh, shares some similarities with Kick-Ass. Oh, really? It's Mark Stone uh, in that movie, too? Yeah, it says uh, Jerry falls in love with the cruise's dance instructor, Gabriella, and in order to win her over, he pretends to be gay so he can get closer to her. Oh, yeah. Mm. Sounds about the same. So, yeah, Charlie. Yeah. Uh, Kick-Ass. So Kick-Ass is actually the story of... The, the sequel to Boat Trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's a remake. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so Kick-Ass is actually the story of Dave Lazuski, who is a your regular average teenager, um, who decides that even though there aren't superheroes in the world, there should be. So he's going to be the first one. He goes online, buys his own suit, and in his first attempt to fight crime, gets stabbed and hit by a car, which leaves him with... Uh, reinforced bones and the inability to feel pain but once he actually starts to fight crime he realizes there are other superheroes uh, including big daddy played by nicholas cage and hit girl chloe grace moretz and i guess in the process of fighting crime they come up against big daddy's arch rival frank d'amico and his son red mist played by christopher mince plus and who uh mclovin Okay. Uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a story about what is it what does it mean to be a superhero, I guess. At least <laughs> ostensibly that's what it claims to be about. Who can be a superhero? Can you? The answer is mass murder. Ma- yeah. Cold blooded <laughs> murder. You have to be willing to kill many, many people. At the end of the movie, I turned to Paul and I said I don't I don't like uh, real life superheroes like I got caught up in the actual plot like it was real life like usually when you have superhero like you don't see the gruesome murders <laughs> like you did in this one yeah. you know it's just kind of like they just kind of fall asleep it's very you know PG yeah. <laughs> they all faint like Pokemon yeah this one <laughs> Like that that first scene where Hit Girl just owns the entire room yeah. is uh, it's, it's a shock. It's when, he, it's when he realized what uh, kind of a movie it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, which is a uh, a Matthew Vaughn film. What uh, what else is he? Is he? Yeah, is, is that for? like? Um, he did Layer Cake, which you may or may not have seen. He did both Kingsman movies, which one of those is coming up. Ah. Oh, okay. He did X Men First Class, which isn't as Matthew Vaughn as like this one in the Kingsman movies are, but, but just like that very stylized, like speed up, slow down, move the camera around lots of interesting shots and angles. Uh, the question as always, had you seen it before? I had seen it once before. Uh, I did not see it in theaters, but I had a bunch of people tell me like, Oh man, it was a great movie. So I was like, okay. So I saw the DVD for a dollar at a garage sale. Um, I can picture the subdivision, although I can't picture exactly where it was. I think it's like somewhere in like South Lansing, um, maybe towards Eaton Rapids. Um, they had like a subdivision. So it was actually a couple like next to each other. And anyway, you'll have to include was... a sketch of the map. Yeah. Blog where, post, yeah. You know? where was that? Maybe was it maybe, or was it towards Diamond Dale? <laughs> mm. It definitely wasn't Holt. I, 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 okay. oh, sound, oh, yeah, gosh, sounds like you're there. you're squarely in yeah. like south southwest Lansing. Yeah, it's kind of what it feels like, but it's hmm. more between old Lansing Road and yeah, uh, and M ninety nine. Yeah, it's it's around. I felt like it, you you know you had to take M ninety nine to get in that area. 
but I don't know for sure anymore. Hmm. Let's just say it was Onondaga. It was not Onondaga. <laughs> wasn't that far? But, uh, was it in Delhi Township? Uh, it probably was. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, it was a dollar. <laughs> I'm gonna go down there and ask them for their other copies. You sure it wasn't in Windsor Charter Township? No, because uh, I would have remembered if it was in like the Windsor Glen area. It wasn't that. All right. That's a separate subdivision sale that you go to. So. <laughs> um, hmm, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it was in Windsor Town. Maybe it was if you go further down. Like yeah. Rapids? Yeah, like, well, yeah, but not, hmm. What about Potterville? Charlie, help us out here. That's for all the hot singles. Yeah, Charlie, <laughs> reboot Adam's brain for us. He's stuck in a loop. So you've seen this movie before, Adam, right? Yeah, because I bought it at a garage sale that was somewhere in the south of Lansing. It was part of a subdivision sale. And then you went um, home. There were like a couple and subdivisions then you went home. that uh, were sort of in the area. <laughs> and let's see, where where were these? But it was a How dollar. long did it take that. you to actually watch the film? I probably watched it uh, not too long after I got the DVD. remember generally hating it at the time. and going, oh, oh. that sucked. So... Uh, watching it this time, spoiler alert, but uh, didn't hate it as much. That's the spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Is that you didn't hate Ooh, it? Slightly different opinion. <laughs> mm. uh, kick, but, uh, kick ass was okay. Changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Pop tarts are ravioli. <laughs> Changed my mind. You. <laughs> but I remember that. They had a, a copy of uh, a, sur- a season of Survivor on DVD as well at this particular garage. So I think that one was probably $2 because it was actually two discs instead. What season? Uh, the Vanuatu season. I don't know the numbers, but uh, I do remember. I remember watching it. I remember that a guy named Chris won the whole season. <laughs> he bought it. <laughs> well, it turned out that my uh, one of my grandmother's guilty pleasures was Survivor. So... That w- so we bought the DVD and then would watch it with her while she was in the the uh, assisted living. So oh nice. Yep. And so I think that was two dollars. Was there anything else at that garage sale that I bought? Hmm, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was. Anyone else is is perfectly capable of jumping in and cutting me off. You know. By the way. Oh, I thought but, you were telling a true story. I am telling a true story, but that doesn't mean. All right. What did they put in the Popeyes? <laughs> um. That green stuff wasn't spinach. I mean, it was just a standard, you know, your standard extra dry biscuit and the Cajun fries and <laughs> extra dry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you eaten Popeyes? <laughs> you made it. No, you made it sound like it was good. <laughs> like, like that was like a, a, dry, that's a selling point. Like a dry red. No, extra dry. Extra dry. <laughs> the problem here yeah it's, got, it's nice and oaky <laughs> now i like to drink a whole whole gallon of milk whenever i eat one biscuit <laughs> that's why i go to popeyes an entire gallon of milk <laughs> i'm sorry it sounds to me like you've never actually had popeyes because if you did you would have said that statement but seriously yeah <laughs> you're right i've never been to popeyes no. like there's like a choking hazard on, on the box <laughs> You're missing out. It's like legit. Will. It's legit delicious. It's like a this desiccant. It's like spraying like <laughs> Nickelodeon foam into your throat. By yeah, law, we we have to we have to give you a pamphlet on how to do the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> well, yeah. Instead of flour, they use silica. 
So I'd seen Kick-Ass. Well, back to I his think, garage sale. I think uh, just... <laughs> Charlie, so, you have seen it. Interesting. Uh, Tell us more. Uh, so, so I had seen it. I think... I can't th- say anything particularly interesting. I think I just rented the DVD back in the... Or rental by mail Netflix days. And oh. I remembered enjoying it. I thought it was fun, stylized violence. And so I was kind of surprised watching it this time and wondering what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> So you didn't like it? No, this time around, I I don't know. I was talking with Adam before the podcast, and I'm still very kind of conflicted about it. I, I kind of understand what you're saying, because I said uh, a similar thing to Paul. I had not seen this before, shockingly. <laughs> and <laughs> and like once it got over, I was like, I don't think I... like. I was entertained, but I don't think I really enjoyed the movie. Like I felt like there was too much gore for me. It like... it it. It brought too many like elements like real life about being a superhero. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not cool to do this. And also Nick Cage was kind of a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> like when when they sh- they first showed his like house, I turned to Paul, I'm like, what a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So did they just reuse this? I saw this was a Lionsgate film. Did they just reuse the uh, set from Punisher Warzone for the inside of his house? You know, just guns all over. Shot from a different angle, from a different room. Yeah, right. Jeez. Punisher Warzone meets Spy Kids. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying, Paul was talking a lot about the parallels to Spy Kids. (laughs) for some reason. He's like, it's not as good as Spy Kids 3. (laughs) D. Actually, not seen 3, any 3D. of those movies. 3D. Three, I'm sorry, 3D. I misheard them. I haven't seen Spy Kids one or seven. Okay, Google Map of Lansing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so this was my first time watching this movie. I'd heard some negative things about it previously that had kind of kept me from watching it on my own. So, yeah, it. Uh, it was definitely a movie. But you didn't like it at all, though, Doug? Um, no, I I actually had a really rough time watching it for probably the first third or first half. And once the violence really kicked into high gear, then I got on board with it. So you, you enjoyed the violence? Oh, I generally do enjoy TV movie violence, yeah. Oh, maybe it was Holt. Grovenberg sounds familiar. Grovenberg Road and Bishop Road, that little juncture there. Maybe that's where it was. That's also where the internet tells me the hot singles are. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't tell you that uh, copies of Kick-Ass are available, though? No, it's just like (laughs) hot, horny singles are in Potterville. It's like there's way too many single Asian moms. (laughs) All right, Street View. Let's check this out. Doug, the beginning of the, the movie I actually thought was like, pretty good funny you know and like i was kind of thinking of like my high school days and then it got to like the mob like so they introduced the villains right like the mob and it just seemed like they were really trying to go for like the sopranos type like mobsters but they just didn't cast it very well (laughs) (laughs) so i was just like yeah these guys are like trying to do like a new jersey new york accent like you know italian mafia they just didn't spend the money to get the actual people that could pull it off (laughs) (laughs) they didn't hire the cast members of goodfellas 
Right, yeah. It's like, where's Joe Pesci? Yeah, Joe Pesci would have been perfect, right? It's kind of like, oh my wow. gosh, this, w- this movie would have been like a nine or ten if that were the case. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mark Strom's British. That's Frank D'Amico. Yeah. But uh, his dad was Italian, so he in theory had some... Some Italian in him? Well, not just that, but like he had some uh, exposure to an Italian accent. Maybe not a New York Italian accent, but yeah, I don't want authentic. I want, <laughs> I want America. Well, I mean, it's a villain role, so I, I want John think Stewart the union doing New Jersey. Law... <laughs> hey, Mama Guzza, hey, God, get cosa. I think the union rules require that you hire a British actor. Oh, was that it? Yeah, I think it's like part of the uh, the you know when you're. You're hiring members of the uh, Screen Actors Guild to be in your movie. You, you gotta make the bad guy British. You know, <laughs> if, if the character isn't British, the actor's gotta be British. Mm, makes a point. Paul, I don't think we've heard from you yet. Yeah, Paul. I had not seen this before. I didn't have a lot of uh, preconceptions about it other than like, oh, I had heard some stuff about that movie. It seemed like something I might want to see, but just kind of passed me by and then hadn't really thought about it until now. Really hadn't didn't have a whole lot to work off of, other than Adams generally uh, saying that he didn't like it. That was that was my spoiler for Kickass. Oh, so he poisoned the waters for you? Just a little bit. Okay, he I might like, be the reason sorry. I also but, uh, was kind of negative. I, I probably liked it more than I was expecting to because of that. Um, but we can right. get to that. Paul, what, uh, movie, what movies coming up should do I want Paul to like? Hey, Paul, Captain America, the first Avenger sucks. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> and it does. <laughs> How dare you? I hate it when they make him all big and strong. I want him to be small. <laughs> small. <laughs> like me. <laughs> he does like kinda... At first, I could relate to him. Then I was like, eh, who is this Chad? <laughs> well, Paul, we're a long uh... way from the 80s, and nowadays... Drugs can make you cool. Yeah. 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 Paula spoiled the movie for me. Which, Which movie? One? This one. Oh. Kick ass. What did I do? How? What do you do? Uh Nick Cage showed up and he goes, Oh yeah, Adam told me to tell you Nick Cage is in there. <laughs> <laughs> what a spoiler. <laughs> oh, by the way. I almost, that actually is Nick Cage. Yeah, I was like, I, was I like, know it looks a lot like him. I was like, this like... looks a lot like Nick Cage. Then all of a sudden, he shot his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? The, what is this? Uh, I, That's how you know it's true Cage. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually thought this was one of his better performances. Like, yeah. believe it or not. <laughs> I thought it was odd how when he was Big Daddy talking to Kickass and like Kickass is in Dave's like room, he seemed to be channeling like William Shatner speech yeah. patterns. <laughs> yeah, that was. Weird. Was he given the script the day of? Like, <laughs> well, I just like to think of it as like, oh, you know, Christian Bale like lowers his voice, you know, makes it growly, and Nicolas Cage just decides to be Captain Kirk. Yeah, he just like stu- like he just doesn't even speak and just talks like this and maybe it like it reminded me of <laughs> of being in like an intro to TV production <laughs> like people like going out and making a- it was that was really bad and then well what was it was a choice when I mean, he was burning up yeah <laughs> and yelling out instructions 
Tetsuo! <laughs> oh my gosh. Aren't they aren't they making a live action Akira? Uh, Taika Waititi like has 15. been uh, is apparently going to be the director they announced today. Who is? Wait, today? I think it was today. Like it's been rumored like, for a while, recently? but I think today they can sort of confirmed it. Yeah. Oh, Taika wow. Waititi who did Thor Ragnarok. Oh. Oh, nice. Because wasn't there, there was some other guy who was going to do it before, wasn't it? Yeah. Different director. And everyone's like, if he makes it, it's going to be garbage. Right. I know. It's sort of weird. It's like, I was just ready to completely ignore it the way I ignored the Ghost in the Shell live action movie. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, Taiko Waititi's doing it. It's like, well, wait, now I have to be kind of vaguely paying attention. <laughs> yeah, it might, it might be good. Yeah. So but like only Scarlet Joe. Uh, I'm hoping that um, Scarlett Johansson plays uh, Tetsuo <laughs> and uh, Emma Stone is uh, Kaneda. <laughs> There's a joke like that a will white never, ever end. Edition. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what do you want to talk about? Um you want to talk about the fact that there's two, both Quicksilvers are in this movie somehow? Oh, I was going to bring that up. Well, then bring it up and the magic of editing will make you sound smart. No, I want to sound smart. <laughs> I was going to talk about how, how much hotter Quicksilver is. <laughs> Which Quicksilver? So there's the Quicksilver from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, and, Thor's shield. Well, there's Kick-Ass. He's, he's Quicksilver. Right. right, but one of his friends is the Quicksilver in the X-Men movies. The skinnier friend? Yeah. Oh, well, if he cut his oh. hair, he would be so much hotter. Again, wait, which one are we talking about? <laughs> the kick ass. Oh, okay. oh, Aaron Johnson, Aaron Taylor Johnson, a- Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, he oh, changed his name in 2013. Everybody with Taylor is, you know, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Well, he was a- Aaron Zachary Taylor Bryan. He was Aaron Johnson <laughs> in this one. He wasn't Aaron Taylor until he married a movie director. I, 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 I read up on him as, yeah, as we were. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's a hyphenation of like uh that's a married hyphenation? Yeah, it's yeah. married. Oh, I was hearing it as JT. No. Like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. Hey, Tony taught us something. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Having a crush on a an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Worked out. I mean, he certainly got a lot more personality here than he does in the Avengers movie. What, was he... Age of Ultron? Is that what it was called? Yeah, he's yeah. Thor's Shield. Yeah. <laughs> he's Thor's Shield. Yeah, and I, didn't I send you guys that meme once? <laughs> I assume so. Wonder Woman shield, so. Captain America shield, Thor shield, and it's a picture of Quicksilver taking the bullet. <laughs> Charlie, you might have to drive this one. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, the beginning of the film's he says pretty. Now, <laughs> the, the beginning of the film's pretty amusing. I mean, fairly amusing, I guess. Just showing him being a normal teenager, he decides to become a superhero. What did you think of? That first fight scene where he decides to go out and confront the bullies who stole his friend's backpack and all of their money. Like, I think that's where the movie kind of turns in either a way that you're going to enjoy or not enjoy. I guess Takes I remember. his friend's backpack. Doesn't he take his friend's re- backpack? Or, okay. What did he steal of his friends? Oh, his bag he, of something. He cell phones, money, and then comics. Oh, yeah, okay. Because you but, but, still but do a fight that. doesn't happen at that point. No, but he, okay, okay. Let me describe that better. <laughs> so the first fight scene where Kick Ass goes out. Charlie, and... did you watch the right movie or did you watch Cuck Ass? <laughs> <laughs> 
We watched both, so you know. <laughs> See, I paid twenty five ninety nine to stream it. <laughs> Which one is that? <laughs> and and fu- funny enough, John C. Riley was in it. That's <laughs> that's like half the cost right there. Yeah, the star power. All right, so Kickass goes out and confronts the bullies who stole stuff from him earlier. I think that's the scene where you either have to get on board with the movie or, like me, you kind of. Uh, you're kind of a little bit taken aback by it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But, wait, wait, wait. How would you be getting on board with it, hypothetically? Well, I mean, that's a lot of what happens in the rest of the movie is very visceral violence. Lots of stabbings and shootings and things like that. The first time that really happens is is right there where he gets stabbed. Oh, but come on. You skipped over the best part of the movie. <laughs> what was that? When they were leaving the movie theater after having apparently seen The Spirit 3. Yeah. <laughs> so an alternate universe. <laughs> a better universe. <laughs> I thought the best part of the movie was when he was using MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the second MySpace like, oh, reference. It's 2010, yeah. so MySpace paid a lot of money for that. Yeah. <laughs> and also his like picture of Thanos's uh <laughs> what is it the what's that called? The Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah, yeah his the gauntlet in the background. The weirdest thing about oh, that, is, that. Well, and it may or may not have been, but I thought it was. It, it was. It yeah. probably was because, you know, they're in Atomic Comics, which was yeah, a, yeah. a real chain out in Arizona that I went in once and it sucked. So uh, I don't think that was the one that it was at. But yeah, no, no, no. Because it was a Where set. are all the cool girls oh. in my school going to ask me to go no, after school? Wait, yeah. Wait. Uh, well, whatever. Look, the important thing is that Atomic Comics, I went in there once. And they had on their shelf, they had a Doctor Who comic. And I was I was like, oh, that's the one I'm looking for. And great. And I brought it up. And, you know, it's supposed to be like three ninety nine. He rings it up. He's like, okay, that'll be eight thirty four or something. I'm like, eight thirty four. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a variant cover. So it's double the price. I'm like, what? No, get out of here. I'm not paying that. So then I left. And then I uh, went and bought it at a reasonable price somewhere else. And then that store went out of business. The whole chain, like, collapsed. So, you know, karma. <laughs> Probably because you didn't pay the $8. Right. Uh, you probably have something there. <laughs> yeah, why, why didn't you do that? <laughs> why should it it'd still be around if it weren't for you? But the weird thing is that the spirit had already bombed by the time this movie came out. <laughs> so other than the fact that that was also released by Lionsgate, I think. So it's a very violent film. Yeah. What it's did you, very yeah. violent. Very stylized <laughs> violence, though. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true, but not not easy to shrug off though at the same time yeah like it kind of right like there's a lot of times where it sort of feels like it rides the line between like you know comic violence and like that was kind of realistic yeah you know, it, there were several times i had to turn my head away and um hold paul <laughs> I, I don't know if the, that was a <laughs> oh, needed or not needed, yeah no it was just um, what we do when we watch movies together yeah that was <laughs> just more like going you had you had to let go of me to turn your head <laughs> <laughs> and then you resume we reassumed <laughs> the position yeah yeah, yeah of course <laughs> yeah. i guess i just imagine that tony like hugs paul and paul just like sits there rigidly and awkwardly yeah, yeah like, i can't yeah. make any moves Yep, you're mm-hmm. you're pretty much accurate. Right yeah, like where you breathe just slow enough so that so that like my uh, mustache doesn't like waver in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, 
I love that everyone just did that. <laughs> See, how slow can I breathe? Yes, but how many of us actually have a mustache to be able to, to verify that? Uh, I do. I, I do. sure have one inside my nose. <laughs> For the record, Paul, Paul just like put his finger up to his nose and then like started plucking out nose hairs. <laughs> I'm just picturing Paul with a a full English mustache, except (laughs) all the hairs are coming out of the nostrils. (laughs) Waxed. (laughs) Of course, an English one. And here Paul thought Indy versus Audi was about mustaches. Turns out. (laughs) Oh, Paul. You want to talk about that? I guess I have two Indies now. <laughs> Two innies and one Audi. <laughs> oh my god. You might want to see out. a doctor. <laughs> a gentleman never tells. Alright, violence. Are we done with that? Does oh, people have more to say? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we're, we're talking, talking about violence. <laughs> I don't think we can finish the violence segment of the podcast without just finishing the podcast, Charlie. It's so pervasive and important. No, yeah, like true. from that, like you're saying, from that point on, it's like that really sets the tone. Like, I, like just I, I imagine was, a TV edit of this movie. It'd be like 20 minutes long. <laughs> Man, I gotta see what the Google says. <laughs> well, they walk out like, of the right? Spirit well, Three and then to credits roll. Family friendly <laughs> map of Lansing. <laughs> well there's four rocks uh, i don't know i don't bring my kids to that dad of smut all those flowers just showing their parts there's omar's oh yeah that's that's, that's fine that's <laughs> for some reason uh all of diamonddale just completely grayed out uh, that is where the, the hot singles are. Mm-hmm. I know, that's right. Mm-hmm. What was it actually coming up? Oh, kick-ass uh, violence. Edit. But to get back <laughs> to the violence, no, I, when when he started fighting those people at first, I, w- I was really, like, nervous for him because I was like, oh, he's going to he's gonna die. Yeah. yeah. He was taking a lot of hits. He was taking a lot of hits, and I was just like, I, is this all the movie's going to be? Is his ass just getting kicked? That's why why Nick Cage called him ass, ass kick. kick. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense, Paul. Oh, I mean, I think that's a legitimate, like maybe even intentional part of the joke is that is that that's part of his power is that he can just get his ass kicked and not feel it. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah, it's a good it's a good power. It's useful. I mean, at least he turned it to good here rather than the bad guy Francis in Deadpool. Francis Francis. I don't know why what, when you said Francis, I immediately just went to like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. I couldn't get away from it. Um, <laughs> I went to the Boss Baby. Oh, the Boss Baby. Oh, Yeah, wow. Francis Francis. Now I'm just mashing all these movies up together. I actually, I there was a point where it, oh, when they were doing the voiceover at the beginning, it reminded me of Tobey Maguire. And I was like, oh, is this just the Boss Baby? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's me. I'm in high school and I'm horny and want to bang this girl. <laughs> I'm I'm paraphrasing. Oh, it's very accurate. More to the Although point. I, yeah, I did. I did like the sex scene, though. The back alley one. Yeah, me and Paul, we high fived. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're like, we, uh, un, un, 
<laughs> uncoupled for that high five moment yeah, yeah. <laughs> before resuming. And then Paul was like, uh, yeah, this really reminds me of cuck ass. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back we, and watch that. We yeah. had it going on the, on the side screen. We had a split screen going, yeah. yeah. We had it in the PIP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it actually it, it matched up perfectly yeah. it was weird <laughs> i don't know um on the one hand i found the violence like obviously it's pretty intense but it's also very stylized in some ways like it's it didn't feel quite as visceral as like punisher warzone felt in terms of like it's violence even though it's also sort of trading that's like cartoony over the top violence but i think i sort of appreciated that because it seemed like for a large part of this movie the goal of the movie was to say what would actually happen if someone tried to be a superhero it was like well there'd be a lot of violence they'd get stabbed in the stomach and go to the (laughs) hospital immediately yeah best case scenario yeah well yeah it posits that idea at first and then it answers it by saying well some people would be especially good at it (laughs) yeah (laughs) like oh oh, yeah they would be superhuman it's gear, gears of, gets hard, superpowers. of hard work. Yeah. And having your father shoot you in the chest. Mm-hmm. But then you get ice cream afterwards, so it's not that bad. Yeah. yeah. And butterfly knives. Yeah. Did anyone find the character of Hit Girl disturbing? Or were you on board with oh, that? I found too? it very disturbing. Yeah, but also yeah. badass. Like, at the same time. <laughs> like, if you think yeah, about both. it too much, it's like, wow, that's messed up. But, like, when the actual scenes are like, wow, she's really uh, skilled. So, uh, in Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, I believe that's the movie where the kid doesn't even realize, like, the kid actor didn't even realize that he was in a horror film because that's not what the adults, you know, told him. Uh, Like, they didn't, you know, explain to him what all was going on in the movie. And all I could think to myself was, boy, how was making this movie legal? Doesn't this just count as child abuse against uh, Grace Moretz? Wouldn't all the so all the blade the blades were like CG, right? Like at least I noticed some, like you know when they're coming out of their chests and stuff like that. But I guess there were practical blood, were there practical blood effects probably and child stunt doubles? I I don't know how the whole thing works. Uh, I know that there was controversy involving Chloe Grace Moretz being in the movie. But the controversy I mean, she was, was like 12, right? She was 12, yeah. But the controversy was less about the violence and more about the swearing. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. There's, there's yeah. swears in there. Yeah. It's funny that you said that, Adam, because uh, I was talking to one of my friends who had not seen this movie. And I was kind of like texting him as I was watching it. And he goes, yeah, all I know is that there's a lot of swearing in the movie. And I guess that didn't really like register with me. Yeah, I think specifically <clears throat> there's a moment when she uses the C word. Really? It's apparently particularly Yeah, popular. Yeah, I think I guess I don't remember that part. Hmm. And uh she basically went on record as saying, I know it's acting, I understand the difference. I would never say these words in real life. Like to apparently the point where she was calling the movie kick butt instead of kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh that's Aww. cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We watch cuck butt. <laughs> Do you? Oh, that's the Walmart version. Yeah. <laughs> Parental uh, advisory. <laughs> and also the reason that Tony's here, we have Nick Cage's second appearance in the Mary Marvel movie March. That's right. 
with more mustache than before. Uh, four movies. Four, four or five movies. There, he has four movies. movies? He has four movies. This is the second one. The next one was in five movies. That's Ghost Rider 2. Yes. Oh, I'm so I glad the, you made got the Blu-ray one. right up there on the on the shelf for you. Nope. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you think that uh the actors in general did? So sure, for sure it's a violent movie and stuff, but how did you think the did you think like the actors did well within the constraints? Did you think any of them sucked beyond the accents that Tony's already talked about? Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought everybody was fine. Nick Cage actually gave a fairly restrained performance most of the time. <laughs> there were a couple of times he got unhinged. But, Except for in his death scene. Yes, his death scene was pretty. <laughs> death uh, scene. I had to look up what he was saying because I no, I couldn't figure it out the way he was saying it. Yeah, actually, do you know yeah. what it was? I don't know what it was. Uh, something about, like, Robin's revenge. Like, he's trying to give Hit Girl instructions about what to do using code. Right. Get and, the... Oh, so probably referencing uh, comic books? Yes, I believe so. Wow, geez, that is, uh, that is deep. Now switch that to was Kryptonite like... was one of them. And the other one was, now go to Robin's revenge. Oh, oh. so the Kryptonite was the... The uh, the strobe light essentially. <sighs> well, that's that's when the three doors down started playing. No, three doors down didn't start until it was the final. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. that was playing at the showdown in the. Yeah, when when they they finally hit the ma- the, the the main boss. Yeah. Sorry, I meant spin doctors. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just heard certain mad snare drum as soon as you said that. <laughs> Robin's Revenge. All those uh, secret codes that you can talk to your daughter with when you've like brainwashed her to be a cold-blooded killer. So <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, the world. Yeah. <laughs> now that you have, now that you're a dad and uh-huh. you have a daughter, is she going to be? Uh, is she going to attend public school or is she going to be homeschooled like uh, like Mindy in this movie? <laughs> Excellent question. Are you going when to turn your daughter into a girl? Night, night. Uh, I guess that remains to be seen. I haven't seen Kick-Ass 2 yet. <laughs> we don't know how she turns out. Wait, is she in that? Is it like the same characters and everything? Yeah, it's her like and the Jim, same it's, actors. It's her and Jim Carrey. Oh. I had heard Jim Carrey was in the sequel and um, was kind of critical of his role. Well, apparently that's because Sandy Hook happened between filming and release. And so I oh. down on it. Okay. He's basically saying, yeah, violence is terrible, you know, essentially. Oh, he found out where the Ellie Golding song was. Yes, yes. It's in the the tanning cream scene. Yes, that would explain why I didn't notice it. (laughs) Too busy, too busy watching a 21, 22 year old girl getting tanner cream. Yes. Oh, I was, I was, uh, you were kind of focused on cuck ass at that point. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Over on, over on the B stage. Yeah. I, I thought there was going to be more to that scene, to be honest with you. There probably was. There. Did you check kick the ass or cuck ass? And kick ass. I thought, I thought that was the part where she was going to find out he was straight. Yeah, it was like... like I, was, I was really interested in the when she's going to find out he's not gay mm-hmm. uh, part of the, the movie. And then I was really upset when it happened. Yeah. Real quick turnaround on that. Too. too quick of a turnaround. There's no way. Yeah, I was a little surprised that the dude basically got maced and then, you know, just sort of shrugged it off moments later. Well, you know, there were though, boobs happening. 
<laughs> All hands on deck. If you pardon the expression. With, with his yeah. gloves, though. Yeah. Actually, I always use protection. I re, real, real talk, though. I really enjoyed how Aaron Johnson like visibly doesn't know how to do what to do with his hands. Like, yeah. He's like, should I put them on her breast? Should I? I not. I've never been in this situation. I actually thought that was a good choice. Yeah, it was it was a, a, a real decision. I thought I, I would have thought he was gay. <laughs> he was he was having trouble breaking character. Yeah. <laughs> he he didn't know. Does she still think I'm gay? Right <laughs> yeah. Now? Dude, is that is that what she's into right now? Yeah. <laughs> she thinks I'm lying. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, but, but in seriousness, right? Like, that's exactly how, like. Someone who would like, oh, it's their first experience in yeah. this like realm, I'd like how they would actually be. Oh, just yeah. like, oh, do, do I do I do this? Should yeah. I? Can I? And then the follow up is perfect because then it's like, yeah, I will totally have sex in the back alley. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, I like. See, actually, as as kind of crazy as that turnaround was, and like, I was happy that they avoided like rom com tropes. Yeah. Like, okay, we get we have like an action finale to get to so we can't waste time having a drawn out like i forgive you kick ass (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you're right you know it served its purpose of not taking over the movie it's like okay now they're having back alley sex and the rest of the main plot can continue yeah because you didn't you never really had that where now she like tells him hey i care i care about you which was basically her saying i love you Mm-hmm. Right. As a high schooler would. As a high schooler would, yeah. And now she's going to watch him get murdered on a live stream of YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, apparently on uh, all the major networks on television. Yeah. Just <laughs> There's just some, some guy at a news station pointing a camera at a computer screen. Yeah, and they're like, oh. Of a live stream. And I love how it was like the Don Lemon guy was just like, <laughs> we think there's going to be <laughs> an execution style. It's getting too real. Killing. Yeah. This was like before there were like, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I could think of. on Facebook. Yeah, like that's that. all I could think of was like, oh, ISIS doesn't uh, exist yet. They don't even know. I, 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 I will busy, say. We were, yeah. Too busy, uh. Creating that environment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. YouTube is just brand new. I will say though that the moment where like they're all watching it, sort of horrified, and the the girl, Katie's friend, Erica. whose name I don't remember, Erica. Yeah, the way Erica like buries herself in like the one guy's like shoulder, and he gives the thumbs up to other Quicksilver. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's like a good like. I can totally see that happening for real oh, too. Oh yeah, for sure. He was funny. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think I've seen him in other things. And what else? What else? Yeah, is Clark there? Duke. He's in, is he in uh, Community or something? Oh, hot—that's what it is. Hot oh, hot hot yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just remember when he came on. I was like, I turned to Paul. I said, "That guy's funny. He's, and you were right. he's here for for comedy. He's here for the for the chuckles." He was. I mean, I mean uh, Aaron Johnson did point out that he was not the funny one in his group of friends. That is true. And the but, funny part was, is that guy actually knew that Aaron Johnson was kick-ass. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, wait, where's Dave? <laughs> He's never here when this stuff is on. And they're like, shut up. He's with Katie. <laughs> they're in the back alley. <laughs> they're in the alley 
doing uh, gay stuff. They, they snuck, she snuck out of her shift at the methadone clinic to, <laughs> <laughs> to bitch it's about so this funny. guy that wants to, to be around her. Uh, yeah, you bring up a good point, though, that like the girlfriend, Katie, is never once in danger in this movie. So it's kind of refreshing that they completely stayed away from that trope. I'm, I'm sure it'll happen in Kick-Ass 2 just to ruin everything. Mm. Yeah. Have you seen Kick-Ass 2? I have not. Okay, I was wondering if you were trying to ruin stuff for us there. I am, but I'm trying to ruin stuff without knowing anything about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Adam, two spoilers, everybody. Kick-Ass 2. Adam ruins everything. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, the problem, I think, for me with this movie is that it spends all this time trying to essentially ground the movie and saying, like, Look, superheroes aren't real. If they were, like, this is, like, you know, they'd end up getting stabbed and getting their ass kicked and stuff like that, right? And and being gunned down in the street by uh, millionaire mob bosses. Yeah. yeah. But then it just sort of, I just, it just feels to me like it just sort of takes this left turn at some point into just complete just insanity. Yeah. Where, like, the movie literally ends with him flying off with Hit Girl in a jetpack, just you know, through the skyscrapers of New York. And I was just like, well, how did we get from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie? And so my, my theory is that when he gets stabbed and hit by the car, he dies. (laughs) (laughs) And everything else is a Jacob's ladder style, like, you know, fantasy in his head. So basically it's lost. Whoa. Which he doesn't get to find out how it ends. Oh, geez. Me and Paul talked about that. We're like, uh, you didn't miss a lot. <laughs> I had that thought too. <laughs> that joke that didn't age yeah. well. <laughs> How about the music? Yeah, I'm glad that it was this movie that finally got you to listen to some Sparks. We've <laughs> 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 been having multiple podcasts where I just talk about Sparks and. You're just like, oh, okay, whatever. And then it shows up in Kick-Ass. They do this town at Big Enough for Both of Us. And you're like, oh, I should check out Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was right after the Ellie Goulding uh, song. Yeah. How was Sparks, by the way? Oh, How was I, your, I assume, Spotify journey? Yeah, it was like listening to the essential Sparks or something like that. And it was, it was all pretty good. I liked it. But again, I think without the context of how you explained that a lot of this music came earlier than it did for the rest of pop culture, it's kind of like, oh, that's really neat how maybe this stuff was like late 70s, early 80s. They are trendsetters. And like lots of varied music, too, like varied styles. Yep. There's like 70s glam rock. There's some, uh, you know, like rave records almost. Some like electro synth stuff happening. Yeah, they do a lot of stuff. And some amusing lyrics, too. Like genuinely funny lyrics. So yeah, listen, listen to Sparks. But you just you sent this text just it just was Sparks all capital letters in the group chat with no context, and it took me a while to figure out why that was happening. It's <laughs> like what on oh right, Sparks is in Kickass. I remember this now. That was funny because I turned to Paul and was like, "Hey, it's that thing that Adam showed us." Oh yeah. How did you turn to him if you were already? cuddling i slapped him <laughs> in the face <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> so i think the music at least attempts to throw a humorous like veneer over everything a lot of songs that you wouldn't expect over the violence yeah 
I thought it worked reasonably well. Yeah, I thought it did too. I, I kind of wonder what it would be like without the music. That also feels like a Matthew Vaughn sort of thing. Like, I feel like he does that in other movies, at least in the Kingsman movies. I feel like that comes up, you know, like scenes of incredible violence, like set to like upbeat 70s and 80s pop songs. Yeah. So what else do we want to talk about? How about that? Craig Ferguson. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Talk show host cameo. Yeah. 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 That was. I feel like it was like a, you see a lot of you see Jay Leno a bunch. You almost never see David Letterman, I think, in movies or do you, you see a lot of Larry King. But this might be the only one I can think of Craig Ferguson being in. Which I appreciate. Isn't David Letterman in Cabin Boy? Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, but not at, on his own talk show. <laughs> I still gotta watch that. It's a good one. Get around to watching Cabin Boy. There was a brief it's... moment of time in which I was, the next time Tony and Paul visited, I was going to tell Charlie we had a cinematic respect ready that they were going to be the guests on, then it was going to end up being Cabin Boy. Nice. <laughs> I mean, you guys like post-postmodern humor. I think you'd enjoy Cabin Boy. Like legit, I think you, Tony, you like, might actually like Cabin Boy. Yeah. All right. Like, if you like Tim and Eric, that seems like the sort of movie you would you would appreciate. I know. And then, then once we're done, we'll watch the complete series of Get a Life. There you go. I don't know where this would even fit in, but one of the early scenes of uh, Chris D'Amico, the McLovin, in uh, his dad's office where he's holding a gun, he has the worst trigger discipline ever, which I'm sure was intentional. It felt like a PSA for not playing with your dad's gun. <laughs> yeah, jeez. <laughs> it, like. it felt like he was like, you know, hey, there's a shoebox in my dad's closet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he was trained by the same person who was training uh, uh, Nick Cage and Chloe Grace Moretz. He's like, all right, everything I'm teaching them, I want you to do the opposite <laughs> when you're handling this gun. Yeah, there was the point at which uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is pointing the, the submachine gun at Kick-Ass, and I'm just like, whoa, 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 not cool. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, I guess they did a decent enough job with the, the you know, making it seem like here's what superheroes would be in real life if I'm applying real-life safety to the movie. <laughs> okay, but then was anyone else bothered then by the increasingly absurd turn that the movie took i i actually think i liked it like i i felt myself going along with it like to the point where it was like by the finale i was like this is just like a lot of fun paul kind of kind of where i was at paul was calling for the uh bazooka yeah i was like it's like the rule <laughs> of like okay you can't introduce a weapon without it being fired like that's like the rule of introducing guns into stories right so yeah uh, Chekhov's bazooka yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so i was excited about that it was it was the, very the whole scene it's kind of fun anybody else get a flashback to punisher Warzone using the bazooka as an anti-personnel weapon yeah actually yes i thought the same thing <laughs> i was like wait a second we saw this in the last Lionsgate superhero film I know if he had played a, enough Team Fortress Classic, he would have known to known to aim at the ground by his feet <laughs> when you're firing rockets. <laughs> you're not going to just hit him square in the chest with it when he's bunny hopping all over the place. I mean, yes, but I think that would have meant aiming directly at Hit Girl, Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the outcome you're looking for. 
All right, so I guess ultimately, what did you what you think of Kick Ass? Would you uh, ride around in its uh, car looking for crimes, or would you steal all its clothes and make everyone think that you're gay at high school for some reason? Because it's 2010, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm asking how many jetpacks with Gatling guns would you give this movie? There we are. This one, I yeah, I remember liking this a lot the first time I watched it and was excited to see it again, and just losing tons this time around i wasn't really just as entertained by the violence this time i mean i think it's just maybe the effect of the march and seeing the different ways that you can deal with that even just seeing punisher war zone i thought was more entertaining than the way the violence was handled in this and yeah just little things like so hit girl was still a little bit disturbing and i couldn't really get on board with cheering her on and for a movie that it's clearly trying to be pretty funny. I didn't laugh. I don't think there was even one time during the movie that I laughed. I kept saying like, oh, I appreciate that that was an attempt to be funny. <laughs> and that's about as far as I got. So You didn't laugh at the guy in the microwave? I did not <laughs> laugh at the guy in the microwave. I remembered that, though. So I knew that was coming. That, that gave me like a ho oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like you, that part. That wasn't funny. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I hated it. Because you were, you were like, yeah, I was in the kitchen. There. I went, ran away. Yeah. Made me think of being in the microwave. Ooh. Yeah. So you went over to the microwave area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thought, this is where I should be right now. So I guess I'm going to give it four and a half jetpacks with Gatling guns. So you've got one of the jetpacks cut in half so that it only has one thruster and a Gatling gun on one side. So you're kind of flying around in, in circles <laughs> with that one. Uh-huh. What did you think you were going to give this movie going into it before you saw it again? Maybe like a seven and a half even. So it dropped a lot. Hmm. I th- I think some of the more stylized, I think the, like the stylized violence I thought I was going to like. I thought I was going to like the production design with the colors and the costumes. And I wasn't even that impressed. I guess Big Daddy's costume was all right. But the rest of it I wasn't terribly impressed with. So this is like X-Men 3 for you. Yeah, actually. Yeah, I think it's about on par with that. Okay. How about Tony? No, I, I definitely thought that this was entertaining. Um, like I said, I'd never seen it before. I'm kind of with uh, with Charlie on like kind of the gore that really did kind of bring my score down. I feel like I want to I, I want to give it a six because I don't think it was the worst movie I've ever seen. What is the worst movie you've ever seen? Do you know? No, not off the top of my head. It's nothing just scarred into your psyche. Mm-mm. No, nothing. Not, like, nothing I can think of right now. Sorry. So it's like, oh, if I ever have to watch Scary Movie Four again or something like that. I'm blanking right now on that. Yeah. So which right. one was the one? Was was three the good one? Blade. No, Scary Movie. Oh. <laughs> there's a good one. <laughs> well, there's one. Where, there's essentially, you know, when it when it becomes more airplane or naked gun, then. Oh uh, yeah, I think that is three. Then, Okay. I think mine would be October Sky. Because mm. your mom made you watch it a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a six. I think I, I thought it was entertaining. Um, I didn't get too upset about the homophobic remarks. Oh, good. 20- I would have laughed harder. In 2019. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, th- I think going back to 2010, 2010 right? Yeah. That's pretty on par for biting comedy. Yeah. And like I, the girl says, like, she uses the word gay, like, derogatory. Yeah. Which it was like, they had, they knew that was like 
bad by the, you know. Right. Yeah, because we brought up with Chaz all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was prime trying to teach Chaz to be a a decent, a decent human being. Yeah. Years. <laughs> but I did think that Hit Girl was like kind of badass, like her character. So I think I think six is good. Doug? Um six and a half. Do you want to justify that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, next. <laughs> Six and a half presented without comment. No. Um, Thank you. Next. <laughs> uh, there was a lot that I appreciated. Like a lot of it was very well done. I think my problem was that particularly in the first half of the movie, I wasn't having fun. Like I wasn't really entertained it was almost cringe but not it 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 was it i gotta give it credit at least for not going fully cringe on the stuff with kick-ass's relationship with his friends and girlfriend and stuff and but i think it just kind of went along with the a lot of the violence being presented not in an entertaining fashion like like being presented in a way to make you actually go ooh, that's kind of not good yeah, so the first time I saw this movie, I basically hated it. I was like, oh, it's pretty crude. It's very violent. And it doesn't even stick to its premise of, like, real-life superhero, like, because it gets crazy by the end. And I appreciated it more this time. I enjoyed what Matthew Vaughn was doing with, like, the direction and, you know, a lot of the, the style that the movie has. But I don't know that I enjoyed it that much. Uh, I think one of the other problems I have with this movie is that I've subsequently seen Matthew Vaughn's Kingsman films, which feel a lot like this movie, but to me at least um, work better because I think the characters you can root for a little more and stuff like that. Where Yeah, sometimes it feels like you're not really it's not really clear if you're supposed to be rooting for any of these characters beyond maybe Dave. Sometimes it felt like after that first scene, like when like when Hit Girl comes in and, you know kills everyone i remember leaving that thinking okay these are like these are like the real bad guys of the movie and and then he goes home and he's like oh man they're the real deal and i'm like oh okay so the real deal being a hero is uh just uh, you know killing people yeah just raw blood blood. yeah like raw bloodshed don't think twice and sort of (laughs) yeah that sort of bothered me a little bit too at the end of just like Oh, he's a full hero because he's murdered a bunch of people now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, all right, we're going to go kill the rest of this organization. Like, this is going to be the big finale of the movie is, like, just killing the rest of these. Right, where the movie, like, monsters. sort of up to that point was, you know, not making him a killer. Yeah. Well, and I, I also... Mean, at the beginning of the movie, he's like, yeah, you know, real people don't have superpowers and stuff. And at the end of the movie, he can fly. Yeah, but that's my complaint with the movie is it takes this turn into just <laughs> fantasy. Yeah. I, I just remember at the end of the movie thinking, okay, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> like, like no more killing. <laughs> <laughs> like, when the movie finished and the credits are rolling, my overwhelming feeling was just like, okay, well, that was a movie. I don't really have any strong feelings one way or the other about this. So just because of that, I'm going to give this a five. Well, just try to be as neutral as I can, because that's basically how I left the movie feeling. It was just like, okay, well, that exists. Um, Which sort of looks harsh in context of my other scores, because apparently I'm generally pretty easy on these movies, it looks like. But I guess I'm just going to stick with five jetpacks out of ten. It's like, 
which is admittedly better than I thought it would be. Like I said, going into this movie, like prior, I was probably thinking, you know, three, you know, online with like the first Punisher, just like, oh my gosh, I hate this. And so it actually moved up a little bit, but I can see how this movie would appeal to other people. It doesn't really appeal to me. Wait, was that a dig at other people? No, no, no. I just meant that, you know, <laughs> it's it's not universally great. Like, oh, okay. you know, uh, it's not Iron Guard- Man. It's not Iron Man. It's not Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, well, uh, I came in not expecting a whole lot. And in general, I found I found myself very entertained, engaged throughout the uh, movie. I really see where uh, Doug is coming from on your uh, kind of assessment of like the first part, because, yeah, I could see like there were like they were kind of going for sort of some cringe humor, you know, some 2010 era cringe humor. And I don't think it always worked and kind of crossed the line into like, I'm actually cringing at this. Like, I didn't (laughs) think that the, the first part, the more like teen comedy type stuff worked like a hundred percent. But as like the main kind of plot got underway, I found myself just kind of sitting back and enjoying the comic violence. I thought it was, uh, you know, the fights were pretty fun, especially kind of like the finale scenes. They weren't really characters you could root for, but uh, Big Daddy and Hit Girl were a lot of fun to watch. I think overall I will give it uh, seven and a half uh, jetpacks out of ten. Same as Punisher Warzone. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm, it might not. I feel like it's the kind of movie that might not hold up that well over repeated viewing, but uh, watching it once, yeah, I think that's about about how I felt on it. All right, everyone. So thanks for joining us on our 30th installment of the Merry Marvel Movie March. We're now going to jump forward a full month to our next movie, in which probably we can say that the MCU really starts to get underway in the way we tend to think of the MCU these days, even though it's not perhaps the best regarded of the MCU movies. But nevertheless, it'll be time for Iron Man 2. So until then, and in the meantime, I always say this. I never know how to outro properly. <laughs> Whatever. I'm Adam Gobeski. Thanks. And I'm Charlie Walls. And a sp- special thanks to our kick-ass guests, Doug Gobeski. Yeah! Thank you. It's been fun. And also, I would like to point out that Adam said uh, something about uh, thank you for enjoying us rather than joining us. It's presumptuous, but I think it's fair. <laughs> Paul Wilcox. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. And Tony Huff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. That's our show. Thanks for listening. We hope you check us out. Don't forget you can visit our website at www.gobeskywallacereport.com. Also, we're on Facebook and Twitter, so make sure to look for us there for extra entertaining bits. You will be entertained. Possibly. Wait. So you're definitely entertained, but only possibly entertained. Well, I don't want to get sued for false advertising. <laughs> Was that really just a bizarre joke at someone's expense? I assume so. Like, it wasn't even the Spirit 2, you know? It was the Spirit 3. Yeah, Spirit with a Vengeance. Yeah. That's it. It's like they're going for the Jaws 19. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're a few movies too early for the Ghost Rider sequel, Adam. Yeah, you can cut that. <laughs> Why?
Why did you hate that joke so much that you instantly said, no, cut it? Because it's not what I, I said, spirit with a vengeance, not spirit of vengeance. Cut it. <laughs> Are we talking about Ghost Ride the Whip again? <laughs> yeah, Ghost Ride the Whip, spirit with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> and Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs>